You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. This episode is inspired by a recent look at my business analytics, which are confirming for me that my business is surging right now, and yours could be too. Find the full transcript for this episode at prosperouscoach.com slash 144. So first, what are business analytics and why am I talking about them? Well, you can't really know what times are most effective for promotion unless you set up and track analytics for your business, for your target audience. Does that sound complicated? Well, it's not really. For me, There are seven sets of numbers that I regularly review and track that tell me how many people are, one, on my website and how long they engage there, two, how many people are subscribing to get my freebie, my lead magnet, three, how many people open and click through on the links that are in the emails that I send them, and four, how many people are listening to my podcast, and what percentage of the episode they actually listen to. Five, how many people respond to my posts on social channels. Six, how many people are filling out the application that I have on my Work With Rhonda page in order to sign up for a discovery call and see if they want to work with me. And number seven, how many are enrolling in a strategy session? And there's more things to track. And by the way, I wasn't tracking all these things as soon as I started. It's more you bring on these analytics as you go. See, all of these things that I've just listed are my opportunities that I've set in place to have a future connection with a person, a coach, who could become my paying client. So I'm wondering, what opportunities have you set up to connect with and attract paying clients. See, I've made every aspect of my business, my website, my lead magnet, my podcast, and more highly visible and compelling to my target audience, which is coaches. I never do any type of promotion or promoting to a general audience. And I suggest that you have that same targeting approach. So do you have stats about your business that you're watching? And if not, I encourage you to set up processes so that you can tell how well you're doing at attracting ideal clients and keeping their attention. Now, I know at first, when you just launch your business, things might be a little slow, and so you don't really need analytics then. But as you start moving forward, you want to get into the habit of collecting data And kind of having a dispassionate look at your business from time to time. If you do have numbers you can review, what are you doing with them? And soon I'm going to do an episode about this. But for now, I'll just say, just don't let your stats depress you. So my question in the title of this episode, when is the most effective time to promote your coaching business, is... A bit of a trick question, I admit. The truth is that it's best to promote your coaching business all the time. All the 
time, guys. Now, I want to make it clear, I'm not talking about constantly asking people to hire you. I'm not talking about posting ads, which can get expensive and is hard to master. I don't really believe in that pushy approach. If you're running your coaching business the way I do, and the way I talk about it in this podcast, and also the way I teach my clients in my VIP program, you are using the simplest coaching business model. And you have built a beautiful customer journey so your ideal clients steadily flow right to you, ready to enroll with you. I'm not at all advocating hard selling. Consistent, non-salesy marketing is the best approach for coaches. A lot of times my new clients tell me that one reason they chose me over other business mentors for coaches is because I didn't hard sell them ever. They never felt I was pushing or even attached to them hiring me. Took pressure off them. So take away this point today. You want to run your business so that you're promoting in a non-salesy way all the time and do that by getting in front of and staying in front of your audience with high-value content. Speak their language. Inconsistent marketing is usually a waste of time because people forget who you are and their interest is hard to spark again. Publish a weekly podcast episode, a blog, or videos and consistently show up on social media. Plus, use more high-touch methods monthly, such as networking and public speaking. All of this should be targeting your narrow audience and never talking about generic coaching topics or trying to sell coaching as a thing that people really want. So that said, there are certain times of the year that, for most audiences, will be the most effective for a bigger promotional effort. So I want you to think about it. When are human beings most in the mood to improve their lives and invest in themselves, and therefore they're more likely to hire you? Well, it's probably what you thought. There's January after the holidays. This is the greatest energy for self-improvement and new initiatives. And then there's May and maybe a little bit beyond that, you know, spring raises all life-giving energy, so people tend to invest more in themselves then. September is always good because once the kids are settled into school, adults want to do something for themselves. And November through early December is also a good time. Before the year ends, people want to honor their goals, even if they haven't all the rest of the year. Now, if you haven't launched your coaching business yet, launch during one of those high times plan that out. If you're launching a new program, plan the opening for these times. And I know it seems like, well, everybody else is marketing then, so why should I too? It's about the energy of the people you're trying to reach through your marketing. Now, of course, that means you need to be thinking things through ahead of time. I would say six months or earlier, when I sold group programs, products, and online training, I used to plan my promotional calendar 18 months ahead because I needed to secure promotional partners. I needed to write web copy and promotional material. I needed to plan all the content, when it would go out and how it would build excitement. And I might have needed to put finishing touches on programs. So I found that super exhausting. And it's one of the reasons why I don't sell products. I don't sell 
online training or group programs anymore. It's why I created the simplest coaching business model because I can make and keep more money with private services, which are fun for me as well as being more effective for my clients. So what are you selling? How many people do you need to get interested in order to enroll the number of people that will give you a great income? These are questions that most coaches don't ask themselves, and I get it. The business side of coaching isn't why you started this journey. Still, if you're in this to stay and you want to earn well, you can't not think about these things. I didn't want to think about these things when I started. I shot from the hip and I didn't plan anything for the longest time. And that really affected my income. And then I found when I made a game out of doing the things I needed to do to build my business and a game out of tracking my business, it became more fun. So remember, you always hold the reins in your business and can do whatever you want, when you want, the way you want. Do yourself a favor and start noticing what happens when you take action and what happens when you don't. What happens when you take a certain kind of action and what happens when you take a different kind. Set up ways to track your stats. Do things that affect those stats. Watch how you improve and how your business grows. Stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.